Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 311. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about three financial mistakes that can hurt your future. And you're going to learn three things not to do so you can have a bright future. But first, if you're a new listener, please hit the subscribe button so you can get updated on shows as soon as they're uploaded. And this episode is brought to you by Audible. It's the way I read more books and stay ahead of the curve. Audible is, of course, the easiest way to read books because all you have to do is just listen, like you are right now. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, and your first audiobook is free. Please visit audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. That's audibletrial, A U D I B L E T R I A L dot com forward slash be wealthy and smart. Well, today we're talking about three financial mistakes that can hurt your future. And I hope that none of our listeners make these mistakes. Let's jump right into that. The first mistake is not becoming financially literate. Now, this is something that is so important for people to really get. There's a lot of different aspects to this. When I was young, I had a thirst for knowledge, and I studied everything I could about finances. I took a lot of classes, not only in college and read books about money and finance, but I also studied for my certified financial planner designation and received that years and years ago. But I read books. I read a lot of books. I read books also on mindset because I was introduced to Think and Grow Rich at a very young age. So I read books on mindset. I journaled about money, which is why I'm such a big proponent of the Wealth Journal and why I created a Wealth Journal. And I listened to audio tapes. Today, you don't have to use tapes like we used to, but you can listen to mindset books on Audible or even on YouTube. So you can find them there. You can also go to the library and get books. You don't have to buy these books. In fact, in most cases, I recommend you don't buy the books. You go to the library and check them out. They have a lot of the classics there. You can read a lot without having to buy any. And from there, you can decide if you want to add some to your personal collection. But I definitely feel you don't have to purchase every book. And in some cases, it really doesn't make sense to because you're going to be plowing through a lot of things and getting through a lot of information, a lot of material. And sometimes I would just go to the library and check out, you know, eight or 10 books at a time. And I suggest you do that too. Just browse through them, see what things come up for you, what things resonate with you, what authors you really like. And then once you decide who that is, then you can buy the books and keep them for your permanent library. 
I also have a list of books that I recommend on my resources page on my website. Just go to lindapjones.com and click on resources and you'll see all of the books that I think are classics. And I only put books there that I've read and I really believe in. So those are my favorites if you want to know what I think. Books on mindset are totally amazing. Besides Think and Grow Rich, classic books like The Magic of Believing and The Magic of Thinking Big. Those are old, old, old books, but the concepts are timeless and really inspiring. And you might do better looking for those at the library than possibly even on YouTube. But either way, you're going to find lots of great information, lots of things that's going to shift your mindset and help you become more financially literate, not only with hardcore financial facts like about investing and things like that, but also about mindset. I think both are so important for you to know. It's not just important to learn one or the other. It's important that you actually work on both. But you also want to learn really practical things like tax law and rules. So you know what expenses are deductible, for example. And I want you to get familiar with the tax code a little bit. Whether you find a member of your team that's a CPA or whether you're going to someone to do your taxes for you or you're just going to Google things and read some articles, I'd like you to get your knowledge a little bit up-leveled on the tax situation and just get a little bit more educated about taxes. I also want you to get educated about investing in the stock market. It's a basic, basic, basic thing to learn, but you need to know it because IRAs and your 401k and your initial first investments that are long-term or for retirement are typically going to be invested in the stock market. So you want to take some time to learn about exchange-traded funds, ETFs, mutual funds, expense ratios, active versus passive management, asset allocation. It's a whole nother language. It's like learning a foreign language. And I want you to get familiar with some of those terms and what those things are. So you've got to take some time to make investing your hobby, which I recommend, and then learn more about these things. Just take some time out of your day to be listening to podcasts like you are here. So you're to be congratulated for that because you're in the right place. And because you're here, I know you're already doing this and not making this mistake. So congratulations to you. But also be sure to start working on your wealthy mindset because that is step number one to wealth. All right, step number two is not staying out of debt. Lots of people are still drowning in consumer debt on credit cards or student loans or car loans or a combination of all three. The only debt that's okay with me is mortgage debt because it's long-term, it's secured by your home, it is also usually a lower interest rate. Your mortgage is usually the best interest rate you can get on any kind of debt because you'll tend to pay your mortgage first before you'll pay any other bills. So it tends to be the most preferred debt and it tends to get the lowest interest rates for you to pay. So mortgage debt is okay with me. I just like you to pay a little bit extra every month to pay it off earlier, but I don't have a problem with you having a 30-year mortgage at all. In fact, I prefer a 30-year mortgage over a 15-year mortgage, and I've talked about that in other podcasts, which you can look up and listen to. You've got to stay away from consumer debt, and you've got to get consumer debt paid off as soon as possible. 
The only non-mortgage debt that I'm not as strict about is if you've refinanced your student debt and it's below 3% and it's a long-term refinance. I'm not too concerned about that. I think that, it, yes, it would be great to get it paid off as soon as possible, but if it's below 3%, it's growing pretty slowly. Having said that, I really do prefer that you get all of this debt paid off and just keep your mortgage debt. Everything else, try to get rid of. It's super important. It is just going to be compounding against you and it really weighs you down when you're trying to save money and do other things with money that are positive for your long-term finances. It's hard to do when you have this weight around your neck of this other debt. So I really do prefer that you get out of all the consumer debt as soon as possible. The third problem is not being a good saver. It's important to start saving, that is step number two to wealth, because it's the capital that you're gonna create that you will eventually invest with. It may be the smartest thing to do to save in a 401k first, because your company likely matches your contribution. Now, lately, I know a lot of companies haven't been matching contributions. And in that case, you still get tax deferred growth in your 401k. The money comes out of your paycheck without you being taxed. It gets deposited into the 401k. It grows without tax. The earnings that you make and any dividends are not taxed. And then you only pay tax when you retire and start making withdrawals after age 59 and a half. Because remember, if you take money out of a 401k or an IRA prior to age 59 and a half, there is a 10% penalty plus income tax due on whatever you withdraw. So that's not an option. You want to continue to leave your money in there, let it grow, and hopefully you have a company that matches, say, 3% of your contribution, and that's free money for you. It blows me away that people can get free money and they don't contribute to their 401k plan. So if you have a plan that gives you a match of, say, 3%, you want to be contributing that 3% and get the free money. It's free money. It's like laying on the ground on the sidewalk and you're not picking it up. It's free money. That's not a good thing not to pick up money on the ground. Even Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, picks up pennies, literally picks up pennies off of the ground. That's how much he respects free money. So that means you need to be contributing to your 401k. You also want to start saving early for retirement because it allows you to compound longer. For example, if you invest $1,000 a year at 8% and start at age 25, that $40,000 will grow to $301,000 at age 65. But if you wait 10 years and invest $1,000 a year for 30 years, at age 65, you'd have $132,000. You're saying, well, of course I'd have less. I waited 10 years and I invested $10,000 less. Well, even if you dumped in an extra $10,000 at age 35, so you invested exactly the same amount of money and then started investing that $1,000 per year at 35 until 65, so you had a total of $40,000 invested, it still would only grow to $222,000 or $79,000 less. Plus, you had to come up with that $10,000 lump sum, which isn't always an easy thing to do. So starting early is the easiest thing. Just do $25 or $50 a month if that's all you can do, but start saving early. 
If you want more tips like this, follow me on Instagram. I just mentioned on Instagram, I'm going to be making a big announcement soon because a goal I've been working on for 10 years is about to come true. And I'm going to post it on my Instagram at Linda P. Jones first. Hey, have you heard I'm having a summer giveaway through the end of September? You could win six awesome prizes, five of the Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio course where you learn how millionaires think right for wealth before it happens, which is what you need to do. The value is $197 or one of my wealth journal books. Learn the six steps to wealth plus the wealth mini course. Value is $67. Here's all you need to do. Leave Be Wealthy and Smart podcast a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio if you are on Android. Like my Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash Linda P. Jones fan page. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Linda P. Jones and send me an email and let me know you did all this at lpjhome at gmail.com. All names will be dropped in a hat and a drawing will be done in early October for winners. If you're looking to get a head start on your financial independence, go to my website and get your 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. There are 11 quick things anyone can do to get your financial freedom moving faster at lindapjones.com. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.